how are you all? I hope you've uh, all recovered from your bank holiday weekend. Um, if you are listening today, first of all, thank you so much for taking time out to give me a listen. Uh, you'll have to write in or comment on any social media platforms that I'm on. Um, just let me know what you got up to. If you've listened to my previous episodes, especially the last one, you may be able to guess what uh, I actually got up to over my bank holiday weekend. Um, So naturally, I went to see the greatest football team that exists in the Midlands. It is the one and only the Pride of Chesterfield, which is Chesterfield Ladies Football Club. And speaking of the Spirettes, I have to share something with you all. So you might not be a football lover, but please don't switch off. It is not actually football orientated. Um, if anything, it's community orientated. So before I go into what I want to share, picture this, right? So imagine if somebody somewhere turned around and said, to the LGBTQ plus community, so our community, if someone turned around and said, right, lesbians, you know, the L in LGBTQ plus, lesbians, in order for you to be able to say you're part of our community and be able to wear LGBT clothing, we want all control of your happenings in your daily life. So that includes if there's any charities set up anywhere, we want control of that. We want control of the financial aspect and any social media posts you want to make. Lesbians, we want control of that. And if you give us that full control, you can be part of our community and wear our LGBTQ plus logos, badges, whatever. Can you imagine the absolute outrage that I'd cause. Just think about it. Me just saying those words, you probably thought, what the hell? And the reason I've kind of used that example is because that is pretty much what has happened to Chessfield Ladies Football Club recently. So, Chessfield Ladies Football Club was in so-called partnership with the Chessfield Football Club. You know, the men's. Probably never heard of them. They're not that successful. Actually, they're not even part of the Football League at the moment. But anyway, they got took over recently by Community Trust within the last couple of seasons. So let me just repeat that. Community Trust. You've probably just heard a bit of snoring. Louis is here with me today. That's my dog, my dog de Bordeaux. So a Community Trust has taken over Chesterfield Football Club. And they've said to the ladies team, look, For you to continue wearing the Chesterfield badge, you know, with the bent spire. In order to wear that badge, all control of your women's setup is to be transferred to us. Now, bearing in mind the women's setup is a hell of a lot more successful than the men's setup. And the so-called community trust, and I use the word community very loosely, um gave that offer so understandably Chesterfield Ladies Football Club said no um 
let's go back to our roots and we'll stand solo. We don't need the men's help. We don't need your help because actually what you're proposing isn't help. It's a dictatorship. Now, those are the words of me, not the Chesterfield Ladies Football Club. Just highlight that. That's how I view it as an outsider. So I had to share that because I'm absolutely astounded uh, that things like that are still happening. If I was Chesterfield Football Club or Chesterfield Community Trust, I'd be going, wow, it's an honour to have them part of our branch. So how can we support you, ladies, in order to push you just that little bit higher to get you into this semi-pro uh, status? Come on, what do you need from us to help you? And then let's find a partnership. But instead, they blew it. They're going to regret it in a few seasons when Chesterfield ladies are up there fighting with the very best, toe-to-toe -to -toe with your Lucy Bronzes, your Steph Orton's, your Leah Williamson's. Believe you me, guys, they'll be there. Head over to Twitter, give the Chesterfield Ladies Football Club a follow. You will see that I'm right. Thank you so much for bearing with me with that intro topic. Um, now, let's get on to today's main episode topic, and that is conversion therapy. Now, I'm hoping you have been hearing that term quite a lot recently. It has been in the news. It's had little visibility on social media platforms, just like last week's um, topic, unfortunately. It's not had enough coverage, in my opinion. Um, but I hope you have heard of it. If you haven't, you need to, because the LGBTQ plus community actually need your help um, in regards to certain happenings of conversion therapy. And you'll understand more a little bit later on in the episode. So when I'm saying those words, conversion therapy, you may have thought, yeah, I have heard that a little bit, but actually I don't know what it means or what it entails. And if I'm quite honest, don't feel ashamed or feel bad for not knowing. It's one of those things where you think, oh, that's probably from 60 years ago. It doesn't actually apply to today's society. It, it doesn't affect us, so I'm not going to look more into it. So let's start by covering the basics. So conversion therapy actually refers to any form of treatment or psychotherapy which aims to change a person's sexual orientation or to suppress a person's gender identity. You heard that right. So it aims to change a person's sexual orientation or to suppress a person's gender identity. Now, that is obviously based on the assumption that identifying as LGBTQ plus is actually a mental illness and can be cured. You can't see me, but I'm using those air quotations. Cured. That's right, guys. So these therapies are unethical and highly harmful and dangerous. Even our NHS system has said it's dangerous. And they've been pushing for it to not exist. And the reason being is because the types of conversion therapy ranges from prayers, which sounds har like harmless, 
however it ranges from prayers to exorcisms, physical violence and food deprivation. So people are undergoing so-called therapies and treatments that include exorcism, physical violence and being deprived of food in order to so-called so-called sorry cure them from being lesbian gay bisexual transgender or identifying as an alternative gender it is it it's devastating and it is more so devastating because <clears throat> voice is breaking it's a horrible topic to speak about it's more so devastating because these so-called therapies are still happening today. They are happening on our doorstep today. Actually, around 1 in 20 LGBTQ plus members are actually being pushed towards undergoing such therapies. So, for example, if an 18-year-old born woman, so cisgender woman, says, I... I'm actually transgender, I want to start the process of becoming who I truly am, which is a male. One of the recommendations would be conversion therapy. And that's just devastating. So they would face so-called having it beat out of them. Um, yeah, it honestly, look into it, some of the extents some of the treatments go to is heartbreaking now back in 2017 so bearing in mind right now all well, this is completely legal in the uk so back in 2017 Theresa may said it is my priority to ban and make conversion therapy illegal and as i've just said it's still legal um Good old Bojo even committed in 2020 to continue that movement to ban and make illegal uh, conversion therapy illegal. However, now the reason that you might have heard of it quite recently is that the government earlier this month actually made an official announcement saying, actually, we've changed our minds. We're scrapping the plans to ban conversion therapies. So that is our government, ladies and gentlemen, and who, however you identify, that is our government saying, yeah, it's okay to have conversion therapies. That, that's all good. Let's keep them where they are. And I don't know what's more worrying, that or the fact that three, four hours later, they come back out and said, Actually, another U-turn. We're U-turning on the U-turn. Um, we are going to still push for it to be banned and made illegal. Now, I say that's worrying because it makes me think, one, oh, so they announced that they, weren't, they were scrapping the plans to ban it because, oh, I don't know, there's something going on with a so-called party that good old Bojo had. So he didn't like that attention. Unfortunately, his wife's already popped out a child last time the attention was on him. 
she can't pop one out so soon. So what can we do to get the attention away from me? I know. Let's tell the LGBTQ plus community that we're toying with their lives. And that's exactly how it makes me feel like this decision affects millions of lives and they're making decisions so flippantly and using it to their own agenda to go, oh, let's get some emphasis on whether or not we're allowing LGBTQ plus community members to be beat up because it's a so-called mental illness or not because I don't want people to talk about my birthday party. It's horrendous. And yes, okay, I sound like I'm potentially moaning because ultimately they've said they're going to ban it. So surely I should be happy, right? Surely I should be going, do you know what? It's fine. They've come to the right decision in the end. They are banning conversion therapies. Now, no. I'm not entirely happy because there's a twist, as always, with our government. So the government has actually announced that they will ban conversion therapy for cisgender, lesbian, gay and bisexual people. Now, what's missing? So our trans family aren't included. So the government is saying, yes, okay, we'll ban conversion therapy for cisgender, lesbian, gay and bisexual people. But if somebody identifies as a transsexual, oh no, they need conversion therapy. They're okay to have it. That is so harmful. So bearing in mind we're in a society, an age, a generation of people actually truly believing you don't need prides anymore, it's okay, it's all acceptable. Surely this proves how important it is right now for people to speak up, support the LGBTQ plus community because the T in our community, our trans family, have no protection right now. They are not being protected by our government, so we need to stand up and protect them. And this is where you guys can come into this. There are petitions on Facebook. If you want a link, I will send you a link of where you can sign your name for the government to reassess this, discuss it in Parliament, to say it needs banning for our trans family as well. Their rights are still human rights. They're still the same rights as everybody else who takes a breath on this planet. So why are they not being protected like everybody else? So please talk about conversion therapies. Talk about how there are petitions out there to try and ban and make illegal such harmful and dangerous and potentially life-changing and life-ending therapies out there so talk about them have a look on how you can help our trans family and get this banned thank you for sticking with that it is a heavy topic trust me i know um you've probably heard a little bit of a wobble at some points it is so hard to speak about but so incredibly important 
And because that was heavy, let's move on to the final part of the episode and try and lift your spirits a little bit before we yeah, we end this one. So, once again, this should be the part of the episode where I answer some of your questions or discuss a topic that you've put forward for me to discuss. However, we're still getting the ball rolling, um, so I've not received any requests or any questions or even any rec book recommendations, film recommendations, you name it. You can send it over to me and I'll be more than happy to discuss, answer questions, because this is a podcast from you guys for you guys. So please, please, please send your questions, recommendations, topic requests, anything to contact at through LGBTQ eyes.co.uk so please send an email to contact at through lgbtqis.co.uk alternatively you can send a message to me on social media so instagram twitter facebook any platform you so wish get some requests over or anything else. I'd love to hear from you all, even if it's a bit of feedback, um, which is something I have received. Uh, thanks, Louie. Uh, so I have received feedback uh, from actually a friend who I've not spoken to in a while. And it was fantastic to hear because it was that they'd never heard of the Don't Say Gay Bill. And that's what I want to do, spread the education further, wider, so it's not a taboo subject to speak about, everybody can discuss it. So just to end it, I did promise something light, now this is a little bit light, but it's also a little bit hot and heavy, uh, once again, it's a book recommendation, so I swear I am not receiving commission from Melissa Therese, I swear I am not on a marketing team, nor am I fangirling over it. Well, I kind of am. Um, but this book is from Melissa Therese again, uh, and it's called Mrs. Middleton. So in the last couple of weeks, I have been introduced to Mrs. Middleton. And like I say, very hot and heavy. What a woman. So just to summarise the book... Um, it's an age gap, lesbic book uh, that requires, I say requires, it includes, see I always stumble over my words when it comes to Mrs Middleton or any of the characters Melissa Therese writes because they get me a little bit hot under the collar. Um, so this book is an age gap, lesbic, as always by Melissa and it's a young girl called Emma who is returning from her stint abroad. Um, she's actually 
been out there for 18 months and she's about to face Mrs. Milton for the first time in 18 months. Now, the last time she spoke to her, she confessed her undenying love for her. Now, the twist, Mrs. Middleton is Emma's best friend's mum. So, you know the whole Stacy's mum has got it, that one? That is the song to Emma's life. So, does Mrs. Middleton remember Emma confessing this love? Oh, hell, she does. And even better so, Mrs. Middleton's free as a bird. She's single. She's in the process of divorcing her husband. So, with that major barrier down, can Melissa... Uh, can Melissa... Can... Sorry, Melissa. Can Emma get her way into Mrs. Middleton's heart or bed? Most likely, yeah, let's face it. I've said it's hot and heavy and is quite steamy, so of course she does. But once she's there, wow, guys, give it a read. Um, you will all fall in love with Mrs. Milton. I know I have. So there's my book recommendation. Uh, just, just something to uh, occupy your evenings. But thank you all again for your support as always. Have a wonderful weekend, day, whenever you're listening to this. Just love life. Um, but please get in touch if you have any questions, recommendations or anything else. Uh, much love to you all and peace out till next time.